Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living For Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living For Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living For Him podcast. On this podcast, we talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how we keep things simple in our homeschool, and you'll always hear about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire him, the less we will naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it will be to live more simply. So thank you for joining me today. I'm really excited about this episode. We actually have a special guest on our episode today, and this is going to tie in wonderfully with the next few weeks of the podcast, really talking about getting our families um, in the word and raising our families with the Bible. Before we start and before I introduce my special guest, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing publishing company for Christian families, from homeschooling resources to um, Bible resources. You will find all that you need at Apologia. So thank you to Apologia for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, so let's get started. Like I said, we have a special guest today, and I am really excited about this. Um, before I even mention who our guest is, I just wanted to say that next week uh, we are launching the Bible-based homeschooling e-course, which you guys have been waiting for. It will be out in one week, and we are so excited to show you guys how we use the Bible in our homeschool that one year as our main curriculum. And um, we are so excited because we have somebody today who can really um, talk to us about more ways to engage our families with the Bible. So I wanted to introduce to you Katie Miller. Katie Miller is from Sight and Sound Theaters. I don't know if you guys have heard of Sight and Sound Theaters in your area, but I know if you read my blogs, you have seen me post and seen me um, talk about our experience at Sight and Sound. We actually just went to a show back in the fall, which was phenomenal. So um, Katie, I'd like for you to say hello to the listeners and maybe give a little introduction about yourself. Sure. Hi, Karen, and hi, listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's just awesome to be with everybody. And yes, um, I am from Lancaster County. I've worked at Sight and Sound actually my whole life. Um, my grandparents are Glenn and Shirley Eshman, who are our founders. So Sight and Sound was alive and well before I was even born. So I don't <laughs> life outside of it, which is a gift. It's been such a blessing. Um, I married. I married my high school sweetheart just a couple of years after graduating high school, and we have three children. Our oldest is 13, and our daughter, our oldest son, I should say, is 13. My daughter's 11, and my youngest son is six years old. And um, it's just a pleasure to be able to raise them and be able to do something that I love um, every single day, which is connecting people to the Bible. It's the thing that I get up to do every day. That's awesome. So Katie, tell us a little bit, you said that um, you've been involved with Sight and Sound your whole life. Can you give us a little history of Sight and Sound, how it began and how long it's been around and a little bit of history? Yeah, so my grandfather uh, grew up as a dairy farmer here in Lancaster County and throughout his childhood and teen years thought that that's what he would be doing with his life. He came from a long line of farmers and he was he loved it and honestly today still loves farming. Um, <laughs> but when he was in his teens, his family um, suffered a series of tragedies. His mother um, died due to complications from cancer and through uh, a series of things, his father ended up selling the family farm 
um, without actually telling him or his brother. And so at 17 years old, he found himself engaged to be married and without a life vocation. He didn't know what he was going to do. Oh, wow. And he had always been creative. He um, had always loved painting and photography. And so he began relying on his creativity to make ends meet. So he was paint he was peddling paintings out of the trunk of his car. He was um, taking wedding photos and, uh, you know, family photos throughout the county. And he started traveling and taking um, photography and making paintings from uh, his travels. And so one night, um, somebody said to him, his pastor actually at his church said, hey, would you mind doing a multimedia production of what some of your uh, travels have been because I think it'd be really interesting to people. And so my grandparents worked together and put a slideshow together, which in the sixties was kind of a big deal. <laughs> they ended up, um, having such a response to that, that they took the show on the road. And after a few years, they were like, you know, this is starting, we're starting a family now. They had two daughters and they were tired of traveling. And so they bought land and, um, tried, you know, an experiment to see if people would come to them. And sure enough, they did. Hmm. And throughout the years, they started adding different smaller elements. So they would add an actor here or an animal here and water fountains for a season. And um, really, that began to set the stage for what Sight and Sound has grown into today, 45 years later. Oh, my goodness. I did not realize that history. That is amazing. What an incredible story. Uh, we have been to Sight and Sound a few times over the years, like I said, most recently. And what has struck us the most is, you know, you get this Broadway caliber. I mean, my daughter, as everybody knows, um, that listens is into musical theater and she's going to college for that. And she is blown away every time. We are like always blown away by the talent and the production. But then there's the whole, you know, the sets and the animals and all of that and this experience that is just truly bringing the Bible to life. It's incredible. And um, we have seen shows, like I said, over the years and every time we're like, it can't get better. And then <laughs> we go again and we're like, okay, they've just topped themselves. So it's amazing to hear that whole history behind it. That is just incredible. Um, truly. Yeah. I think we're all, I mean, honestly, like I've been a part of things my whole life. I've seen us grow from our first original small, you know, 600 seat theater to our two locations today. And I think we're all a little bit overwhelmed about where we are right now. Um, in some ways, you know, it obviously takes a ton of dedication and hard work and mm -hmm. our amazing team of 650 employees. Wow. But at the same time, so much of our growth, um, was not intentional, was truly the Lord's hand leading and guiding each step along the way. And we've not been without our, you know, our hiccups and our challenges. In 1997, actually, we uh, experienced a fire and lost everything at that mm -hmm. point in time. And my grandparents were in their 50s. And uh, it was a real conversation of, do we want to come back? Like it, right. they had worked in this <laughs> for this their whole lives. And in one day, um, found themselves without a building, without any of our set pieces, our scripts, everything. Oh my goodness. Gone. And that whole season, God's faithfulness to that season is just um, something that we still regularly talk about and reference because it was what my grandfather is famous for saying, God used the fire to take us from that to this, meaning wow. Um, without that experience and without being able to um, have the opportunity to build an even larger venue that could hold more people that had the spectacular stages that we're now known for, the 300-foot wraparound stage and 2,000 seats, all those things. Right. Um, 
none of that would have been possible without that loss, without that brokenness in the middle of it. And so the season of rebuilding, of making the decision, yes, like, you know, a lot of this had happened, not again, not unintentionally, there was a lot of work that went into it. But Um, but now we're making it intentional. Now we're saying, no, you know what? This is a calling on our lives. This is the thing we wake up every day, passionate to do, and we're going to do it. And not only are we going to do it, but we're going to do it, um, with excellence to the best of our ability, because we believe that these Bible stories, um, we want to do them justice. Like they're amazing, unbelievable Bible stories. And the more that we can do it with excellence and do it in a way that, um, highlights them that honors them um the better and so it was really it's been an incredible history for sure and we're very excited about what the future may hold as we continue going forward that's just such an encouraging story and i know i talk about this on the podcast so often about you know going through the hard times but um you always come out better and when you seek god first in everything you know, that is where he leads, he leads you. And so that is just such an encouraging story that, you know, even, even through a fire and loss that God has a plan, God is in control and he will redeem and then make even better things from that. So that's, that's awesome. And I appreciate what you said about doing the Bible stories with excellence and, um, I mean, you guys do such an amazing job. I'll never forget. It was actually the year that we had studied the Bible for, you know, our homeschool year. That was our own, our only curriculum that year. We did everything from the Bible. And that year we studied Genesis and Exodus. And it was a very special time when we got to the story of Joseph and, um, when we had gone through loss as well that year, my husband had lost his job. And so we were kind of coming out on the other side of that. And we got to the verse about um, what you and what we thought was for harm, you know, God intended for good. And so that verse was so special to us. And I always clung to that. And I remember shortly after we went to see um, maybe a couple years after we went to see Joseph at (laughs) sound in Lancaster and they actually, you know, it, it brought that story to life so much for me. And when they said that verse towards the end there, like I was sobbing on my way out. I couldn't even talk. Mm-hmm. My family was with me. They're like, what's the matter? I'm like, I can't even speak. Like, you know, it, it just, it brings that the Bible, the truth of the Bible, you know, sight and sound does such a great job of just literally bringing it to life. And I know that's what, you know, the tagline is or bringing the Bible to life. And they really do an amazing job of just adding this other dimension. And if we're teaching our children, you know, the Bible, and then to kind of be able to go see these stories. And what I also love about sight and sound is, um, at least from my experience, the gospel is always presented in some way. And you're not just left with this like beautiful, you know, production. I've seen where they say, you know, the actors are here if anybody wants to pray or come up afterwards. And so you're getting much more than just a production. And what a great outreach. And so um, that's really exciting. And the fact that, you know, Katie, um, I want you to tell us also about the movie Noah and what, how that's coming out into the theaters, because I think that's an amazing way for anybody to see, you know, a sight and sound production since you may not live in the Lancaster area or Branson, which are the two locations, correct? Branson yeah. and mm-hmm. Lancaster. Yes. So, um, you know, can you tell us a little bit about 
the Noah show and how it's coming out into the movie theaters and um, just give us some information about that? Yeah, of course. So Noah um, is what we very affectionately rec- uh, refer to as, well, we, two things, are either a landmark production or we sometimes tongue-in-cheek will say our flagship show, um, but it is really true. So mm-hmm. we, in our early, early years of our history, we had done a lot of review-style shows and just um, a mismatch of things. We always had um, ministry and proclaiming the gospel as a part of what we did, but Noah was the first show that really... Um, was the, was a full-length Bible story in epic form with huge sets and animals and just all the different pieces that we are now known for. And that's, people can't imagine a sight and sound without those things. Right, because you literally right. feel like you're on the ark during that yes, show. Exactly, right. right. <laughs> and Noah was the one that just... Um, when that show premiered in our theater, which was actually before the fire, but when that show premiered, it was kind of a moment, I think, for all of us to go, oh, this is our thing. Like, this is the thing that we're called to do. And so um, we've had Noah on the stage more than any other show. Uh, We've had over 5 million people experience it in person. And now we are beyond excited to be taking it into movie theaters. Um, And I've said this a couple of times, but we truly are just so passionate about the messages of these Bible stories. And um, one of my favorite things about them is, um, you referenced this a little bit when we were talking about Joseph a minute ago, but the opportunity that we have to show these men and women of the Bible, who I think we um, can be really quick to put on a pedestal and think, you know, they, their lives were just, God did everything for them. He spoke to them audibly and you know, <laughs> right. he himself in these huge miracles. But here's the thing. They were people just like us. Right. Noah, God appeared, not appeared to him, but God spoke to him mm-hmm. and gave him this monumental task to build an ark. And yes, Noah's story is one of promises and the faithfulness of God. It 100% is. But it is also a story of uh, like seemingly insurmountable challenges of pain as he, um, you know, is shunned by his community. They thought he was crazy. He's right. talking about rain falling from the sky. It had never rained before. They did right. not know. And You know, I think we think, oh, well, he didn't care about those people anyway. No, those were his extended family members. It's his brothers and cousins and people that he's known his entire life. And he didn't build the ark overnight. It was a hundred years, you know, of him building the ark. And um, so to be able to identify with Noah and be like, oh my goodness, he's experienced loss. He's had to make very hard decisions. He's had to take steps of faith without knowing the outcome. Right. Um, and through it all, he experiences the faithfulness of God is just, um, it's, I don't know, it's just overwhelming. And you get to walk alongside with him for the whole thing. It's just um, such an incredible story. And here's the thing. We know as much as we want everyone to come and experience these stories firsthand in Branson and Lancaster, we know that it's not practical. Not everyone can come right. to our two locations. And so... Um, our heart behind taking Noah into movie theaters is the opportunity for people all across the country to experience the story, to hopefully walk out in an uplifted, inspired way, um, and sharing that experience in their own communities, you know, whether it's their church group, small group, homeschool group, or just family, you know, just being able to walk out and say, whoa, Noah made all these hard decisions. He saw the faithfulness of God. How do I see the faithfulness of God in my own life? Um, that's our hope for this event, that it's more than just a fun, entertainment, entertaining experience. And I promise right. it is that. It's a fun, entertaining experience from start right. to finish, I promise. But 
Uh, it is so much more than that. And so right. the idea of people sharing that experience in their own backyards is something that like, we can all get emotional talking about it. Every single one of us, every time. Absolutely. You know, I have to say to that point um, with Noah, exactly what I, w- I wanted to touch on as well. There, you know, everybody that listens to, to my podcast and you guys out there that, you know, hear me speak at the conventions, you know how much I love the Bible, that, that I am passionate about women being in the word, passionate about teaching our families the word. So, you know, I, I just, I can't get enough. Right. And then to go see, the stories, you know, like we said, you bring it, um, you know, it's easy to gloss over the story of Noah. And and so you get a little deeper, like you said, and seeing um, a little bit kind of like walking alongside, seeing the struggles, um, just watching things you're not really always thinking about when you're in the Bible. And so I loved that. It takes it a little deeper that way. And then because it's this amazing production that kind of just draws you in, because if you haven't been to a show, people out there, you must experience it. It's just amazing. The animals are coming down the aisles. The people are coming down the aisles. You feel like you're immersed in the story. Um, So there's all that. And then what happens is it really brings this emotional aspect of the story alive. And for instance, I had seen Noah um, years ago and it struck me then, and I also previewed the uh, movie that is coming out in um, theaters before this podcast, and it struck me even more so. And literally, again, the tears brings me to tears. Exactly what you said. There's that scene when God shuts the door and the people outside realize they want to be on that boat. And it's just, it's so emotional and something, you know, that just, obviously the Bible stands alone and we don't need extra, you know, to, to um, teach us the Bible. But on that other hand, when you see this story, you know, come to life and it makes you realize, like you said, those were lots of people out there and relatives and friends and, you know, the sorrow of them not getting on that boat. And it makes me, you know, um, so emotional because it makes me look at life and say, I need to make sure that I am doing all I can to evangelize and to tell people about Jesus because that door is going to close someday, you know, and you want people to know. And so, that emotional aspect, that to me, that part of Noah has stood out so much, you know? Um, and so it's just an incredible um, experience to see one of these shows and to really just give you that boost in your faith. Like, you know, we need to be sharing this in the community. We need to be making sure everybody knows the gospel. And so I just appreciate that so much about, about the shows. Um, so Katie, also tell us now, Noah is going to be in the movie theaters in April for a little, uh, a limited time. And so that's an amazing thing. So that people that are not in um, Lancaster or in Branson, how can people go find the show in the theaters and when will it be out there? Yeah. So it's a three day event. So three days only, um, April 9th, 11th and 13th. And the easiest way to get information is um, via the website, which is Noah event com. Okay, and I'll and link that in the podcast episode uh, webpage here as well. Yeah, that's great. So noahevent.com and it has all the information on there that you'll need. You can look up locations near you. You can um, 
put in, you know, your, see what show times are available. We also have information on there with behind the scenes photos and the trailer and uh, even signing up for group information. If you're interested in getting to, in getting group tickets for, you know, a homeschool group, for instance, or your church, small group, whatever, yeah. um, there's information on there for how to get some of those resources to bring a group to the experience, which we're super excited about. Okay, great. Yes, I'm going to link that in this episode webpage. So when you guys are listening, that will be there. Go check it out because this is an amazing opportunity, especially if you guys out there are, you know, teaching your children the Bible, teaching your family with the Bible as the foundation in your homeschool or in your life. If you're not a homeschooler listening, we, everything we do, um, comes out of our love for God's word and our relationship with God. So what a great way to bring the family, you know, there's not many movies you can go see in the theaters these days <laughs> that are family friendly. What an amazing opportunity to be able to go to the movie theater, um, experience one of these shows and then take back the message of it to your community. And I would encourage you as well, if you are in at all, any way able to go to um, a local show in real life at Sight and Sound Theaters, this is something you do not want, want to miss. It's an amazing um, experience for the whole family. And I know there are usually, is it like two shows a year or a special one at Christmas time, Katie? Yeah, it depends on the year, but this okay. year in our Lancaster location, we have Jesus on stage. Um, from actually we open in, uh, what's today, Thursday, we open on Saturday. So in two days, okay. <laughs> and, um, we're, so we're opening Jesus and we'll be on stage through the end of October. Okay. And in our Branson location, we have Samson on stage until also October. And then yes, we have our Christmas show in both of our locations from the beginning of November through the end of the year. Excellent. We have seen Joseph. Um, then we saw Jonah again, every time we're, we're blown away because now you have this, like, you know, the whale coming over the audience. <laughs> like I don't, you literally feel like you're underwater. It's amazing. And we're like, there's no way they could top this. And then we saw Jesus this year in the fall and we're like, oh my goodness. <laughs> like you guys just do such an amazing job. We, I, I couldn't do a justice in words. You really need to go see one of these shows because the production is just beyond, it's beyond a Broadway show. It's beyond anything. I mean, you have this enormous theater, live animals. You just feel like you are immersed in the story. I mean, I know when we saw Jesus, we're like, it just looked like you were in the town. It, the, it's, it's indescribable. So um, I would encourage everyone who is listening, if you want to just look for a great opportunity for something entertaining for your family, yet also so meaningful and um, something to really, you know, glorify God. You're doing, you're doing a, a family night that can really bring glory to God. So I would encourage you guys to go and um, see the show in April. Get out there to Sight and Sound if you can um, at any other time. You will never be disappointed. It's just simply amazing. Um, Katie, do you have anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we close out? Um, not necessarily other than we would love to have you come join us. It is right. our deepest hope that whether you come see us in person at one of our locations or go have the movie theater experience with those in your life, um, that you leave feeling inspired and yes. um, re-energized and re-engaged to the Bible. I don't think that there's a single compliment that we can get that feels um, 
any higher to us than when we hear of a family that came to a show or a person that came to see a sight and sound show and they walk out and we get a note or a letter later saying, you know, I hadn't read my Bible for a little while or I just, you know, had kind of gotten in a rut, but there was just something about being able to realize that these people that were so um, that can feel so familiar uh, really were real people. And I saw this story in a different way and it just inspired me to reconnect to my Bible. There's just no, no other higher compliment right. that we can get than that. And so that's our hope that it's a um, inspiring experience. It's a, an encouraging experience and one that um, you come back again and just, we love, there's nothing more that we love than having people come through our doors. And so it's just a fantastic way to connect with each one of you. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, bringing friends to a show like this, especially friends that maybe would be a little bit intimidated if you were to say, hey, come over, we're going to study the Bible, you know, bring them to one of these shows and it can be a conversation opener and a conversation starter because it's really just, um, like you said, it's showing these people in this different aspect and it's just a great way to even evangelize, bring your friends, bring, you know, family members or whoever. It's just amazing. And on that note, I want to pray. I want to pray before we close out. I want to pray, um, for all of those people out there that may go see this show. So I'm just going to, um, pray and then we'll close out. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for Sight and Sound Theaters and what they are doing and how they are answering the call and doing it in such a way that is um, bringing glory to you, but also reaching so many people to really share the truth of your word and how they're doing that so creatively and, and with such excellence is just such a blessing. I just pray right now for every person that would um, be able to go to those shows, that there would be people out there who will be inspired, who will be transformed, who maybe will be changed and will want to know more about the truth of your word. And it will bring them either back to you or it'll bring them to your truth for the very first time. So I just thank you for that um, opportunity for all those people out there. And we just pray that this whole, um, this show and everything sight and sound is doing will only be a blessing and bring glory to you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So Katie, thank you so much for um, joining us today. I will link in the podcast episode webpage um, any of the information that we talked about here, and you can find more information on Sight and Sound. So thank you so much, Katie. Thank you, Karen, and thank you, everybody. It was fantastic being with you today. Wow, wasn't that just an amazing time with Katie Miller? What a story of how God has worked through Sight and Sound Theaters. I never realized how the theaters began. I never realized all the story and what they went through with the fire. I mean, just so amazing. And it's so thrilling to see all that God has done and is doing through the Sight and Sound Theaters. I encourage you to go see Noah next month. I, I, I am blown away by this production, and you will be too. You guys know I am passionate about families being in the word, about women being in the word, about raising up the next generation to know the Bible. And so we are so close to releasing the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. And I, you know, many of you know that a few years ago in our homeschool, we threw out the curriculum for one year and I decided to just teach my kids everything they needed to know using the Bible. Our science lessons, our history lessons, our language arts, our geography, all kinds of things we learned just from where we were studying in the Bible at that time. For years, people have asked me, 
how that looked and how I did that. And I'm finally putting it together to teach you how in this um, e-course, this Bible-based homeschooling e-course. The e-course is not intended to be a curriculum and it's not intended to be a way to show you how to do it. It really is a guide and a um, walking you through how we did it in hopes that it might inspire you or encourage you and to just, you know, show you that you can teach your children merely using the Bible. So that is coming out really soon. I cannot wait to share it with you. Stay tuned because next week, Lord willing, by the time the next podcast is out, the e-course will be available. And next week on the podcast, I'm going to be talking all about my firm belief in letting the Bible be the foundation that we build our families upon and being a Bible-based family, right? Letting everything we do um, stem from our relationship with the Lord and really being doers of the Word. So look for that next week on the podcast. Also, I wanted to let you know that I'll be at Teach Them Diligently this month in uh, Rogers, Arkansas on March 21st to 23rd. You can find the links in the podcast episode webpage for this episode. Uh, Next month in April, I'll in Waco, Texas speaking, and in May, Denver, Colorado. I've got all kinds of great content this year that I'm speaking about at the conventions, and I would love to see you there. So enjoy your week, and until the next time, I wish you blessings and joy.